Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 63. In this episode, Beyond the Call of Duty. This show is brought to you by Hydroquip, the UK's largest independent provider of on-site hose repairs. Call 0845 812 0212 for the 24-7 national call-out service. Or download the Hydroquip Job Manager app for iOS and Android devices from the App Store. When I'm not writing Demolition News or blabbing away here on Demolition News Radio, I spend quite a lot of my time writing about construction equipment for magazines like Diggers and Dozers. In fact, I've been writing about plant and equipment for about 30 years, and I'm here to tell you that there's very little that is new under the sun. Take the excavator, for example. Yes, they're more powerful, more comfortable, and cleaner and quieter to operate. But in essence, the basic design of the excavator has changed very little in 50 years or more. Regardless of which manufacturer's models you favour, they're all pretty much the same under the skin. They all have a diesel engine, they all have a transmission of some kind, they all utilise hydraulic pumps, and they all feature pretty much the same set of booms, dippers and buckets or attachments. Sure, some might have an engine that delivers just a bit more bang for your buck, Yes, some might be able to convert that engine power into a bit more production or a bit less noise. But in truth, there's actually very little to separate the leading brands. The level of emissions each generates is restricted by law. The level of comfort is mandated by legislation and by market demands. And the way in which they move and operate is based upon millions of hours and billions of pounds in research and development. Now, it would be wrong to say that excavator design has peaked. But most changes now are almost invisible to the human eye and are so tiny that there is very little to distinguish between a Dash 9 and a Dash 10 model apart from a a sticker on the side of the machine. In fact, what often separates the best of the best is little more than the tiniest refinements. And, in my opinion, the same can be said of demolition companies. Let me explain. And now, a word from our sponsor. CanTrack Global provides the only tracking device capable of working on demolition equipment and attachments out of the box. Its super rugged design is fully waterproof and provides both the equipment location and the ability to recover in the event of a theft. Attachment recoveries were up 220% in 2016. See CanTrackGlobal.com or Google the CanTrack asset to find out more. Much of what modern demolition companies can and can't do is mandated by law. From the way in which the public is protected while demolition takes place, through to the care provided to demolition workers carrying out that work, legislation is a key driver. The amount of money that a demolition company can charge is equally governed by the laws of supply and demand. Sure, we'd all like to offer a premium service and charge a premium price, but so long as there is a cowboy outfit down the road willing to cut corners and cut prices, the market will pretty much dictate just how much a demolition project is actually worth. As with the excavators I described earlier, the devil is in the detail, and the difference is in the refinements. There are some companies, for example, that see health and safety regulations as a final destination, while others see it merely as a stopping point along the way to a safer workforce. There are some that train their staff because they have to, And there are those that train their staff because they recognise that, by doing so, they are adding a further layer of polish 
to what is already their greatest asset. And there are those that would have you believe that by ensuring their workers have ready access to hard hats and high visibility vests, that somehow constitutes good worker welfare. Meanwhile, others go way beyond the call of duty, market dictates and legislation to take proper care of their workers. Last night, while my wife was ruining my evening by insisting on watching I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, and while West Ham were ruining my life by being West Ham, I was messing about on my iPad, and I came across a very low-key item about the fact that Downwell Demolition is working with leading debt advice charity, Step Change, to help provide support to employees that are feeling the financial pinch. According to the Downwell Statement, the financial well-being of all our staff, from the site workers up to the directors, has an effect on the business. This is why, at this time of year, we are putting a hand out to the people that help build our business to see if they need any help or advice when it comes to debt. If anyone working for us, either directly or indirectly, is affected with debt, then I urge you to get in touch with us and we can point you towards some free advice on how to help. Our team are always around to help you get the advice you need. Now, I've not been paid to say that. Downward Demolition will win no more work for this initiative. They won't be able to charge clients more as a result of it. And when the award season next rolls around, there'll be no plaudits or trophies to be gained. They've done it because it's a good thing to do. Because it's the right thing to do. As I said before, it's the refinements that separate the good from the exceptional. Thanks for listening. If you would like to help support this show, Demolition News or The Demolition Magazine, please consider becoming a patron. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash demolition news to find out more.